Good morning, everybody! And welcome to this week's announcements presented by Ireland Home Based Services. It's the week of April 23rd, 2023. It's the last full week of April we got here. Looks like our weather is going to be remaining kind of on the cool side. Uh, looks like highs in the in the 60s and lower 50s up north for the next several days. Got a chance of rain on Thursday and I think on Saturday. So be on the lookout for potentially slick conditions out there with the rain. But uh, spring's here. Just no, not too much warm weather quite yet. We've had a couple days here and there. But it's going to remain cool for the next several days for sure. I want to send out congratulations to Bobby Brown. Bobby was uh, the random winner of our $20 gift card for last week. She participated in trivia along with many other people and her name was randomly picked to be the winner. So congratulations to Bobby. I'll have that in your email this week. If you want your chance to win, we'll, we'll do one more $20 gift card uh, next week. All you got to do is listen up. At some point in the episode, I'm going to tell you how you can win. As we, uh, like I said, we're in the last full week of April. We are closing out Prevent Child Abuse Month. And again, every month when you work here is Prevent Child Abuse Month. That's what our mission is. That's what we're trying to do every single day. I'd like to share a success story that we got from uh, Kim Highland. Uh, Kim shared a story about a CP family. And this came from, like I said, Kim Highland. Kim said the family was referred for mental health resources for the family, family communication issues, sobrieties and sobriety support for the mom. She said they developed the following goals to increase communication, decrease family fighting, connection to community-based mental health support, and sobriety support for the mom due to increase in drinking while parenting the children. Family members will learn to handle family conflict effectively and negotiate compromise. Kim stated, I work with the family on better, more effective communication, education, and support for the mom to better understand the challenges that come with parenting teenagers, education and support on the effects of alcohol abuse and the benefits of sober parenting, and mental health support and resources in the community for each family member individually and as a family. Mom was able to get her oldest child seen by a pediatrician and he was diagnosed with anxiety and medication and therapy then began. At closure, the family was receptive to services and supports given to them during services for them to continue to utilize after the case closure. The family had a better communication relationship and were able to compromise more effectively when problems arose. The client was happy with the program and grateful for the education and support that was given. The client was happy and, the and that the child was now reacting better to situations and was getting the support he needed. The client has stopped drinking and supports if she would need them in the future for continued sobriety support. So again, you think about had these CP program not uh, entered this family's life, where would they be? It's really hard to tell, but we do know where they are now. They're doing much better because of the support and services offered by Kim and Ireland Home-Based Services. So thanks to Kim for sharing that. Love seeing these stories. I hope you guys continue to share those with us. It's very, um, kind of put some wind behind your sails when you hear these kind of success stories and we want to share those as much as possible with everyone out there. I want to share that today's recording day is April 25th. It's Tuesday. I want to make a, a special note that uh, Wednesday, April 26th has been deemed Administrative Professionals Day. 
We want to provide a huge thank you to all you who provide support, assistance, training, education, patience, and a million other things to our leadership and field staff every single day. Your dedication and commitment to your positions are very much appreciated, and without all of you, we couldn't be the success we are. This would uh, include our team members and our departments of billing, IT, referrals, CP admin, human resources, QI, training, buildings and fleet, records, everybody that supports those in the field, that's who we want to honor tomorrow. So on behalf of our leadership team and the field staff, we want to again say thank you for helping making IHBS successful, and thank you for your hard work every single day. You make all of our professional lives easier, and without you, our team wouldn't be as successful. So thank you to all you, uh, all you who support those in the field, uh, support the management team. We, we couldn't do it without you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all your hard work. And tomorrow, please acknowledge them. It's Administrative Professionals Day. And uh, feel free to reach out to those folks and, and thank them. The safety committee, we have a safety committee, if you didn't know, here at IHPS. And uh, that safety committee is seeking feedback. They want to invite you all to share feedback you have in regards to a, uh, the safety for yourself and clients in the various settings we work within. This is an open forum and responses can be anonymous or you can include your name, that's your preference. If you don't mind sharing your name, you can also contact the safety committee. Again, you're, all your responses will be anonymous, but you can reach out to the safety committee at safetycommittee at ihbs.us. There's also going to be a, a survey monkey that's going to be sent. Um, if you want to see that uh, first, these announcements, as every week, our announcements are always uh, saved to Casewind. All you got to do, if you want to see this, you go to resources on the Casewind uh, menu. Go to resources, then you'll find the announcements, and the past several several weeks of announcements are listed there. That survey monkey link will be posted in there. We also email these. Uh, uh, announcements out to supervision and the all office staff every single week again or they are posted on Casewind if you need that link but the safety committee is seeking feedback from you we want to hear more about you know you're in the field we want to we want to hear more from you what what things could uh, maybe ideas that you have um, in regards to safety for when you're out in the field when you're in the office when you're around the office when you're driving we want to hear from you so I want to hear your thoughts and ideas on safety again if you um, don't mind sharing your name just send them an email it's safety committee at ihbs.us like I said there will also be a survey monkey embedded in the link to this that you can find on Casewind then go to resources then announcements let's do a HIPAA tip Please remember that you must report any company-issued devices as lost or stolen immediately. This would entail notifying your supervisor or the bat phone, the IT department, and Chelsea Breeden. It's imperative that you not wait until the following day after you've been looking for an extended period of time. The same applies to your metal office keys and key cards. In most situations, IT can track devices, disable key cards, and or take other steps to keep client information safe. It's also very important always to keep your uh, devices charged that way IT will be able to locate them so make sure you always have a good charge on all your devices as well and we would rather know immediately that way you can continue your search and look for these things we may be able to help track them for you um, but we want to make sure we know this um, don't have any hesitancy about reporting this we need to know where it's at so we can help you find it if that's possible or at least put it in a situation where no one else will be able to access any of the data on your device. 
Again, if you have any questions about this HIPAA tip, please reach out to Chelsea Breeden. Speaking of safety, I want to talk a little bit about farm equipment awareness. I know several farmers, and I know they've been preparing their fields for uh, spring planting, or have already started planting in some situations. That being said, when driving in rural areas, be on the lookout for tractors and such moving at slow speeds and taking up uh, much room on narrow rural roads. The Indiana State Police says when attempting to pass farm equipment, people should look for oncoming traffic, pass only in designated passing zones, and ensure they are following Indiana's hands-free driving law. While farmers will pull over for motorists, and when they can, it may take some time for them to find a safe place to do so. So be aware of the farm implementation out there on our rural roads and sometimes on our public roads as well, on uh, highways at times when they're going from field to field. So be very aware. They're usually moving very, very slowly. But be on the lookout for that and only safe, uh, only pass when it is safe to do so. Don't put yourself in a dangerous situation just to get around the tractor quicker. We don't want to put yourself in any harm's way. Just another reminder of car seat education. Are you struggling to figure out which car seat to use with kids you transport? There is an easy way to tell if a kid's too big for a car seat without pulling out your tape measure. When rear-facing, a child is too tall for a car seat at the top of their head is within one inch of the top of the seat. When they're forward-facing, the child is too tall for that seat if the top of their ears are above that top of the car seat. Also, if the harness is, too, is as loose as it uh, can be and you're still having trouble fitting your two fingers underneath the harness straps, then the child is likely too big for that seat. We all don't, don't want those uh, straps to be too tight. You want them to be snug, but obviously not tight. We know that children grow very quickly, so you should be checking to make sure that you are using the right seat frequently. If you ever have questions about, related, about car seats, please don't hesitate in reaching out to the train department. But if you're having trouble at all, don't just guess. We want to hear from you. We would much rather provide you additional training on car seats to make sure we're uh, putting children and these little little ones in the in the best seat possible, and they are completely secure in the uh, unfortunate event that we would have to have in some type of a car accident. So, if you're unsure, don't be unsure. Pick up your phone, reach out, call somebody, and we will obviously offer support to you for that. A little bit more about safety. We know that uh, it was National Work Zone Awareness Week. You're probably seeing an increase in the orange traffic cones. Uh, we want to make sure that if you do encounter any construction zones, always expect the unexpected in these road construction zones. Obviously, speed limits are going to be reduced. Traffic lanes may be changed, and there's going to be people and vehicles working on or near the road. Always slow down, be alert, and pay attention to the signs. They're going to guide you on what to do. These signs are typically a diamond-shaped orange warning signs, usually posted well in advance of the construction. Always comply with directions given by the flagger. If there's someone there telling you to slow down or stop, especially if it's down to a one-lane road, always follow their directions. They have the same authority as a regulatory sign, so you can be cited for disobeying uh, their directions. Also, knowing there are increased fines if you are found to be speeding or breaking any uh, uh, traffic laws while you're driving through these, there's going to be increased fines for those and, and uh, those kinds of things as well. Always try to be patient. They're not there. Uh, the construction zones are not, are not there to personally inconvenience you. Hopefully they're improving the roads for all of us. Uh, use the take 10 technique to, challenge, to change lanes. Flashing uh, arrow panels or lane closed ahead signs 
I mean you need to merge as soon as safely possible. Don't zoom right up to the lane closure and try to barge in. When people do that, what ends up happening is that sometimes traffic either comes to near a stop or to a complete standstill. Whenever people do that, people break suddenly and that creates a chain reaction now instead of the traffic flowing it stops and now we get backed up potentially causing even more dangerous situations out there so uh, don't rush up don't speed just uh, slow down work your way into the uh, into the lane that's not closed as soon as you can as always slow down don't drive too fast for conditions a truck traveling at 60 miles an hour travels 88 feet per second and if you're going 60 to miles per hour and you pass a sign that says road work 1500 feet ahead you're going to be there in as little as 17 seconds. Always drive defensively. Don't follow too close. I can't stress this enough. I don't care if it's construction zones or it's not. Typically, you see cars constantly following too close to the car in front of them. Follow the three-second rule. How do you do that? The car in front of you passes a stationary, some sort of a sign, a bus bench, I don't care, some stationary object. Once you can tell they've passed it, you start counting in your head, and if you don't get to three, you're probably following too close, so slow down a little bit for sure. A lot of our cars have sensors on them as well now, and they'll let you know if you're getting too close, but the, uh, but the one that never fails is that three-second rule. Keep using de uh, defensive driving techniques to save lives. Obey posted signs until you see the ones that said you've left the work zone. They'll net indicate, and they'll let you know when you've left that work zone, and as always, Expect delays, plan for them, and leave early to reach your destination on time. They're going to be frequent, always big over the summer, whether you're uh, driving through cities or towns, or whether you're driving on interstates, you're going to encounter construction. It's just part of, uh, part of the improvements to our roadways. All right, let's get to trivia. Trivia this time is, I talked about an IHBS committee that's getting seeking feedback. So email Gary Emmons, gemmons at ihbs.us, and let me know what IHBS committee is seeking your feedback. Just let me know. Email Gary Emmons, and I would appreciate that uh, to let me know which committee is seeking feedback. Email Gary Emmons, gemmons at ihbs.us. Reminder, I know a text went out yesterday. We got the Staff Cafe. This is for you all. Staff Cafe is entitled Love Yourself. It's happening today, Tuesday, April the 25th. It's going to be starting at 9 Central or 10 Eastern. Lasts about an hour. Remember, Staff Cafe is for our IHBS staff. It's a relaxed, judgment-free opportunity for IHBS team members to connect and build professional and personal vitality. There's been several links gone out. If you don't have the link and you want to attend that here this morning, please reach out to Deborah Cooper or Danielle Stansfield, and they'll get you hooked up for that Staff Cafe entitled Love Yourself. That's happening Tuesday, April 25th, today, from 9 to 10 Central or 10 to 11 Eastern Time. Just a reminder, we do have the Recovery Community Cafe series, and that's the Spring Series. It's going to be starting next week on May the 2nd. It's going to run through June 20th. Recovery Community Cafe is a virtual eight-week series that helps individuals in recovery from substance abuse connect with supportive community and build resiliency. Each week, they're going to talk about a new element of recovery, how it's showing up in all in, in each person as individuals, and what can be done to be successful. Remember that all ages and stages of recovery are welcomed, as well as those who are supporting someone in recovery. These meetings are going to occur every Tuesday evening for eight weeks, 
starting again May 2nd. It's going to run from 5.30 to 7 Central or 6.30 to 8 Eastern Time. If you have questions about Recovery Community Cafe, please reach out to Amanda Colvin. Amanda's a recovery coach. Or Deborah Cooper. She's our cafe coordinator. Amanda's uh, phone number is 812-583-1480. Deb Cooper's is 812-483-8369. And lastly, before we wrap up today, Parent Cafe for the month of May is upcoming. The title for our Parent Cafe is Don't Be an Angry Bird. Those are going to occur. Two options, Tuesday, May 16th from 11 to 12.30 Central or 12 to 1.30 Eastern Time. Second offering will be Thursday, May 18th from 5.30 to 7 Central Time or 6.30 to 8 Eastern Time. If you have any questions at all about Parent Cafes, please reach out to Deborah Cooper. And remember, Parent Cafes are always going to be on Zoom. They're offered to parents, foster parents, grandparents, caregivers, and anyone who works with children. They do provide foster uh, foster credit is provided for these meetings. Any questions at all, please reach out to Deborah Cooper or follow them on Facebook. Just search at IHBS Parent Cafe and they will uh, give you all the information you need to know about any upcoming Parent Cafes. Well, that's going to wrap up our announcement for this week. Please let me know you're listening. Let me know the trivia question. We appreciate it greatly. Announcements are posted on Casewind. Go to resources and then uh, you'll find it there. Appreciate y'all. Take care. Have a great week.